0: I've noticed uh, that I have a bad habit when you hear of not wearing my wedding ring because you come so early in the morning.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't wear mine in bed either.
0: <laughs> it is the Frank and Friends show. Hi, I'm Frank Murphy.
1: Hi, I'm Becca James, the girl with two first names. <laughs> mm.
0: I slid a sheet, a sheet I slid upon, a slitted sheet I sit. <clears throat>
1: Frank is still warming up this morning. Have you even had your coffee or is that? that- was-
0: those were my first two sips. Oh my goodness.
1: Frank is a little behind today.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a lot behind. I fell back asleep. And I got the text, uh, you know, good morning. And I could tell you, oh. I could tell by your by your text that you were bright and cheerful. And I thought, oh good. Well,
1: yeah, I've been up since about five, twenty five. <sighs> kids. I,
0: I know my wife young kids. My wife got up and went, you know, gets to work. She works at the school, so she's also up and I mm-hmm. remember that happening, and yep. the next thing you know, for me, it's 7.23. Oh, and I get a text from you, and I'm like, oh, heavens. There's a lot that, that has like to be to done. sleep
1: in? Mm.
0: Well, I, I was telling, um, <laughs> I think, was I telling Freddie the other day? I took, a, I took a Tylenol PM one day. Oh. And slept what till noon. Yeah. What? I know.
1: You can do that?
0: Well, when you live alone and you don't have anyone coming over <laughs> to do a podcast on days like that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, because you had texted me If I live alone,
0: I mean, my wife goes gets up and goes to work. I mean, I, I go uh, yeah. hours without seeing her. Well,
1: you had texted me. My phone is set to do not disturb at 9 p.m. Good. So, like, you had texted me sometime after the after that. And so I saw that this morning, and then I was like, 6 a.m., I was like, ah, oh, let me wait a minute to text Frank. Because I know that you sleep in, you know. It's yes. so, like, now, if I was texting one of my mom friends, 6 a.m., psh, not a problem. Mm -hmm. Like, it used to be you don't contact anybody before 9 a.m., but now with my friends who I know have small children, I'm like, yeah, it's fine. We're all up, you know, whether we want to be or not. Well, if you have small children
0: and you need a brief uh, respite, please do subscribe (laughs) to the Frank and Friends show. (laughs)
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) And I notice um, you're wearing our merchandise, so if you'd like to put in a plug for our fabulous uh, Frank and Friends show mugs.
1: This is a nice cozy hoodie. It's, you know, it's... Gonna be fall soon. It doesn't feel like it yet, right? Unless you're inside Frank's house. You know, last time I was here, I'm I was sweating. appreciative to have the air conditioning because I had been without power. Yeah. Today you're freezing me out.
0: <laughs> well, I was running around in such a rush to get ready because I think I, no matter what I still have to wipe down the bathroom and put yeah. the, the blue stuff in the toilet and, and use the, the I
1: appreciate that you the Clorox wipes.
0: So I that, that, I work up a sweat doing that. And then, you know, I got, I took my shower. This is all in the time between 7.23 and 8 o'clock when you arrived. And then I had to run around and I went outside trying so to So
1: 37 cut. minutes, you were able to accomplish all of that?
0: Well, I, a lot of it.
1: I'm, no, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like 37 minutes.
0: Well, really, by the time, you know, we didn't get start till like 8.07 or t- 8.10. So really, I guess, I guess give me, say 47. I mean, okay. All right. But, but still, still
1: a lot. But still, it, it, in that amount of time, I'm not even done getting ready. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was a. Ra- I never... I used to be an hour from the floor to the door, minimum. You know, that's... It, when yeah. your feet hit the floor until when you walk out the door, I knew I took at least an hour. Yeah. I've gotten that down to, to half an hour.
1: That's impressive. Because for me, it's usually... I just get things done in between, you know, screaming after my kids to, you know, put on their shoes, brush their teeth, mm-hmm. you know, actually eat their breakfast...
0: I'm sure I'm forgetting something. You'll probably look at me and go, you know, you should have taken a little extra time to maybe dry your hair, put on a little bit of, uh, you know, put on, I did brush my teeth. That, that well, thank counts.
1: goodness for that. <laughs>
0: but I'm drinking coffee, so that makes me self-conscious.
1: Yeah, but I have no problem with coffee breath because, okay. you know, I live on coffee. Yeah, we do. Yeah.
0: So, um, <laughs> so enough of me, I'm racing around. I can now calm down, even though I am sweating. I'm sweating from all of it. Um,
1: You're spitzing.
0: I, and I set the, the air conditioning down uh, three degrees to keep it... Uh,
1: Whoa, three whole degrees. That, that's that's going to be like 30 extra cents in your electric. That
0: means I like you. <laughs> 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 that could be a song. Frugal
1: Frank over here. That That's that's a compliment.
0: Three degrees <laughs> means I like you. Five degrees would be love.
1: I was going that far. <laughs> no, that's... <anyway. laughs> <laughs> you Have you ever considered a... No, never mind. Songwriting's ever, not for you.
0: What? Songwriting? Yeah. Uh,
1: spoof songwriting, maybe.
0: Yeah, spoof songwriting on the spot in an improv show when the bar is so low
1: that mm-hmm. they're
0: just surprised. You, If you can rhyme anything, you get a laugh. Um. And it doesn't... You know, that's it. It's the... The fact that you're able to say something is enough of a shock to the audience that you can get by. Now it's not the the good level of the you know the the great the Wayne Brady's of the world. Yeah, I'm I'm (laughs) not going to get anywhere near him, but
1: well, I've seen Einstein's Simplified. y'all are really funny, and I'm very impressed at how quick-witted y'all are on stage. I would probably freeze and be like, uh, uh. uh." It's so funny (laughs)
0: because I was thinking about you yesterday, thinking, I wonder, I bet Becca could do improv if she knew the format. Because you that's
1: have, you have mentioned it to me before, but you do shows Tuesday nights at like ten o'clock.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but sometimes you need Yo. sometimes you need somebody to <laughs> go with you to the old age home and <laughs> in the middle of the afternoon. You know, sometimes there's other gigs.
1: First I thought you were calling me old. I'm like, where are you going no, without no, no, Frank? No.
0: No, I mean, I was, t- I, I was telling Frady last week that um, I got a call from an, one of the uh, retirement homes asking when Frank and Friends were coming over to do their musical act. There's an older guy named Frank, and apparently his wife, and they also use the term Frank and Friends, and he go and they sing, oh. like, show tunes.
1: <laughs> so you're trying to steal <laughs> so the
0: gigs? No, they the, the new activities director at the retirement home co- found oh. my number when she Googled, <laughs> and I have to explain I'm not the same guy, but if I can get in on some of that retirement home action... She said, what can you do? I said, nothing. That's the problem. I'll get back to you if I can put an act together.
1: Well, I mean, but you could call your buddies at Einstein Simplified, do a small little improv. I mean, can you imagine the... um, Hilarity. (laughs) I was going to say the suggestions that you might get from a retirement home. Yes. We could do a whole bit just on that. That would actually just be a really... Funny suggestion for one of your regular shows. It, it is
0: fun, because I also... One of my favorite shows we ever did was for a bunch of kindergartners out in Farragut.
1: Aww. And they
0: had the sweetest, best suggestions.
1: Well, they're so... Kids are just so creative. Yes. You know, they're not hindered by, you know, trying to, like, be a cookie cutter for, you right. know, all their life. No, I remember
0: because we were asking them for different types of animals for one of these bits we do where the farmer or somebody has to guess the animal and their quirk. It's party quirks, except... The, fa- you know, the farmer has you also have to pretend to be an animal so yeah. we get a lot of as you can imagine at the adult shows they try too hard so we always get plati- all the uh, marsupials platypus <laughs> kangaroo uh, koala bear we get a lot of that and then you get anteater and aardvark so we get the most the strangest most exotic animals yeah. and we've got, done them so many times that as soon as somebody gets into anteater pose the person guessing knows
1: yeah, anteater and then let's doing. say no
0: and then you go oh aardvark yes because <laughs> you have to get it exact
1: Yes. Yeah. Whereas
0: the kids, we asked them for different types of animals. And I think we got Chihuahua, Golden Retriever, and...
1: Like Lion and, or something, and, yeah, or Bear. Or
0: Squirrel, I think was the third one. Oh. So I thought, and it was so great, because now you can't just do dog. You have to differentiate between two different breeds of dog, and it was so much fun. So,
1: yeah, that sounds like... You know, I actually went to live comedy... The other night
0: you went to um, Hip to Be Square.
1: Yeah, so Hip to Be Square is, is comedy um, at the Square Room, and I don't know how long they've been doing it, but I don't feel like it was. St- uh, it's been do- going on a really long no, time. No, no, he
0: started it uh, this year. The okay. guy, the guy who runs it, I'm, I'm.
1: I can picture him because he was kind of like the MC in between acts.
0: Last name is Stevens. Um, I, I mean, I know him because he sent me a. I, I we met. He came to an Einstein show mm-hmm. and talked to us, and actually, I because I was him. actually
1: thinking when the show was absolutely hilarious and I will definitely be going again yeah um, but I was just like oh y'all should do a Friday night show Frank because then I can yes. finally come and see y'all I, 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 I agree I can't yeah. make a Tuesday night but a Friday
0: there he is um, his name is where did he sign it he just signed it to be square comedy <laughs> didn't he didn't R- no, no that's the other guy I knew his did last name did
1: his name did he oh. introduce himself in the beginning
0: <laughs> I've, talked, I've met the guy i talked to the guy <laughs> this is you know, if i had had my in the
1: email signature
0: no he just the email signature is just i just think we're just gonna have to
1: move on from this like, well he's a
0: nice guy <laughs> and it'll come to me in a in an embarrassing it'll, it'll come,
1: or later on in the oh, show we can picture like. the guy <laughs> yeah
0: and um so he started this i believe less than six months ago okay and he does it once a month i think or thereabouts maybe once every other month
1: i really don't know like this is how it happened my mom was in town for like 10 days and she was like, hey, you know, take advantage of the fact that I'm here. Go have a date night, which yeah. my husband and I, like, we really need to do better about date nights. So I was just scrolling through things to do in Knoxville, mm-hmm. and there was, like, a painting with a twist. I'm like, ooh, that's fun. But it was at 6 o'clock, and if you're late, you could get, like, they could tell you to you get, don't get You get, don't get enough twist. And yeah, that yeah. would have yeah. been, we yeah. would have been rushing, and It'd I was be sh- like. <laughs> they short
0: you on the wine. <laughs>
1: U-I-O-B, <laughs> well, so...
0: Go. Oh,
1: oh. oh. <laughs> but, you know, it was like one of those where I'm like, oh, that seems like fun, but I was like, okay, that will be rushing, so keep going, keep going. And I saw, um, this person was, uh, Caitlin, something Italian, I should know this. Well,
0: that's all right.
1: Um, but anyway, so, um, she was hysterical. Okay. And they had, like, four openers. Yeah. Um. Now you know, I have to look And up. one or two of them were local. I, I, like, by the end of the night, like, my cheeks hurt from laughing, and a photo of my husband and I made the Facebook page. And I only found out because another friend of mine messaged me the photo saying, look, you're on the Facebook page. And for
0: the, uh, for the, for the right. hip to
1: be square of it. Oh, yeah. That's nice. So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And like, apparently I laugh with my eyes closed. So I learned that.
0: <laughs> so now fact? I will
1: forever like try to laugh with my eyes.
0: Apparently his last name is not Stevens. <laughs> Why am I struggling today? Because yes, oh. I
1: haven't finished that first cup of coffee. That's right. And you've been up for maybe an hour tops.
0: Yeah, well, you know it's coming up on one hour. I just, my, just I'm my one hour, just go. hit my one hour anniversary. <laughs>
1: <laughs> your anniversary
0: of being up for an hour.
1: Wow, you celebrate every little thing.
0: What, you got You haven't you missed your any
1: anniversaries with Jerry, have you? No. Okay, that's good. I, I
0: can't even. All right, that's too much. It's just Knox comedy look, you look, have to be square. Look, look. No, that's not it. Oh, that's a musician band. Oh, I don't oh, want just to kidding. follow
1: well, them.
0: Then <laughs> I don't know who they are.
1: It's like a toddler. Oh, the phone. Nine
0: Piece Powerhouse group that covers the best of Huey Lewis in the news.
1: Oh, well, that might be interesting. Yeah, I might
0: like that after all.
1: <laughs> See, look. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs>
0: They're not from around here. They're a Huey okay. Lewis tribute band. All right. Hip to be square comedy. Uh, we've got to find the guy. Um, Kate, here's the Caitlin. Kate-
1: oh, Palufo. That's okay. it. Caitlin Palufo. She was really funny.
0: I want the comedians to get the, the credit that they got. And the guy who was the opening act, the host,
1: um. Um,
0: is the... Um,
1: well, he wasn't the, the opening act. Wasn't the host?
0: Oh well, the host would have been the guy who runs this. I yes, believe. correct. All right. Well, that's a good question. He didn't and put I, his name?
1: Cle- you know what? He's clearly not trying to get attention for it.
0: Gary Jackson. That's it. Sorry, Gary.
1: <sighs> it was a great show. I really liked it. We'll be back.
0: That's a long way to go for to get, <laughs> to,
1: to
0: because uh, to cover my OCD for not remembering Gary Jackson. Is it, is it
1: time for a sponsor break? I no, feel like oh. it took that long. I
0: know. I'm sweating. <laughs> And what I really care about is the fact that you uh, survived a, a near a near hit because near misses should be a hit. But you, and the tornado didn't hit your house. But, oh
1: no 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 no! And okay. the tornado didn't hit my house. Um, and
0: but if you go. Um, I was shocked when you and I were recorded the last Yeah,
1: time. it was the day after the storm. So we
0: didn't know. It, it hadn't been declared a tornado yet.
1: No, it hadn't, because I texted you later in the day saying it was an <clears> EF2. That's the right terminology.
0: in this neighborhood, you know, we, I had some leaves, but it would, it missed us.
1: Yeah, my neighborhood didn't so I, look like anything I happened. wasn't
0: aware. But then, yeah. when I drove out to... Uh, Middlebrook Pike. Um, I'm not talking a, a mile from here. Oh There's yeah, it was huge trees down. And yeah. then as you continue down Middlebrook towards Cedar Bluff, that's was get you getting closer and closer to where mm, the
1: to the to the carnage. To where it touched really, down. I mean, like yeah. it actually tore the roof off the level crossing uh, apartment homes. And so, yeah. just random plug for my company. Like a lot of people don't know this. In times of crisis, they will call on Knoxville Area Transit to help provide buses. Um, To help um, Evacuate people Or to help So we actually sent A couple buses down To help get people Out of there And take them to places Oh that's good Comfort and care That's good um, So just Shameless plug For my company Yeah Even even I don't realize Like I didn't even know That would happen Until the next day
0: I didn't realize And I'm like Take
1: pictures So I can publicize this Because I'm a marketing person So my first (laughs) question is Did you get a photo?
0: (laughs) How can we publicize Your disaster?
1: (laughs) That sounds so horrible But I'm a marketing person
0: it's. Look, I. I'm were, just
1: honestly. I'm just really proud of my company. We like, were I in radio.
0: We were in radio, and you know full well that it, we would. Uh, load up the van with water bottles in the parking lot, not because we cared that much about the disaster. Uh,
1: we cared about the people.
0: But we but wanted we to get on the wanted, news.
1: But we also wanted you know, to help publicize that we are caring people, that we do nice things.
0: Yeah. We, that's, you know, we, we, that's why radio stations fill the whatever in the parking lot. You know. Bring yeah. your bottled water, and we'll give it to the Red Cross, who then will get mad at us for not giving us the money that they could have used to buy two bottles of water. <laughs>
1: But that, that's a fact.
0: <laughs> I mean it's true. The charities are like, oh great. Yeah, you spent you spent hundred dollars on water. We could have gotten twice. Because the much.
1: psychology of it is is people question giving money. Because yeah. where's it going? Mm. Is it really going for your overhead or is it actually going to the people in need? Yeah. So more people would rather donate actual things because then they feel like, okay, actual things are being given out to the people that need them. But it's a psychological it's thing.
0: It's a psychological thing, but it's much harder to get the stuff to the disaster area because I is. remember it there is. were various uh, hurricanes and things.
1: Well, I, mean, where, I remember the wildfires up well, in the Smokies, I mean. Where people
0: would just send... You know trucks, and then you get to the point where there's a barrier, and the and the authorities won't let you go any further.
1: Not to mention, they get so much stuff in some of these instances where it's like, wait, there's no buildings to store right, anything so and would- there's no organization. Management for them to be able to even collect it, organize it, hand it out. So I mean, we know, it becomes really hard. We
0: know radio guys from other parts of the country where they'll, they drive up to the point where there's a roadblock and they can't go any further and they just offload the bottles of water on the side of the road and good luck. <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, I didn't know that part of it, but...
0: <laughs> we made it, you know, we made it to past Christiane, Louisiana. We're not going to make it all the way to New Orleans, but good luck to y'all. Bye-bye. Oh. Yeah. And, I'm sorry. It's the it's the ugly truth of what happens to those pallets of water when you don't give them to the... To the
1: official organizations that are helping. Yeah, uh,
0: the organizations that are allowed to go past the, the barrier, past the yellow tape.
1: Yeah, because they have to keep some kind of organization yeah. with it, or it's chaos. Right. I mean, it's already chaos, but anyway.
0: Speaking so. of yellow tape, we often use crime scene tape when we're promoting Dr. Bill Bass.
1: <laughs> nice transition.
0: <laughs> well, you can find all about Dr. Bill Bass at BoneZones.com. Don't forget the S. And what did I do with the with the thing? Oh, it's back here. I <laughs> yes, have... Just
1: out of reach. Just
0: out of reach. You so, de- definitely
1: not your morning brain. So unprepared. You're normally like...
0: <laughs> so horrifically unprepared, uh, you can be a Dr. Bill Bass groupie. In fact, uh, you know, get your orange on in time for uh, football season. Yeah, Go.
1: twelve
0: days. Go Vols! 12? Well, by the time this I published this, this ten days. This. <laughs> what, it can I get a
1: nine?
0: 10, 10 what, what day does it start? September first?
1: No, um, I think ooh, it's sep- I,
0: September second. September second. I mean, we could
1: get out the phones and Google football Google. time nice. in Let's Tennessee. It's going
0: to be Labor Day weekend. Uh, the Vols play, I think, UVA in Nashville.
1: Correct. The, yeah, the first home game is until like the 9th to 10th.
0: Right, because my uh, we got relatives coming, and we were able to get uh, restaurant reservations for downtown um, during the game. So oh, that, wow. That works out fine. I uh, think
1: it's going to be super awesome. <laughs> take the bus. <laughs> $2 for so a day they'll, they'll be in,
0: they'll be in, um, in Nashville. That, oh, that game. Okay. Yeah, they're coming later. So you can get the Body Farm T-shirt with mm-hmm. the orange and the black on there. Uh, this is the short sleeve, which here is appropriate until uh, October.
1: Eh, sometimes November.
0: And then... Last uh, year was warm. Well, then the long sleeves, yeah, you, I guess you really kick into the long sleeves and uh, you wear those in November, December, mm-hmm. January. And then February, you go back to the short sleeves.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Plus, you know, this is great because uh, most people who love Halloween think spooky season one never stops, but really the season starts yeah. September 1. So. Well,
0: you wear that during and the day. And that's very wear halloweenish the, as get well. both. Wear the long sleeve at night. You know
1: try to fold this for you.
0: Thank you kindly. <laughs> um, and then mostly it's the books. And, and the other day, on um, last uh, Monday, I went to uh, a, a book signing event by author Ron Ledbetter. Who oh. has written this, this large book about a stunning world of faith, family, and friendship, and the unforeseeable, and all the interesting and unbelievable things that happened to him as he traveled? I mean, most of the stories he was telling us at the uh, at the event were things that happened either in the Middle East or mm-hmm. in um, Russia, Ukraine. This is before the war. They had uh, Which things. War? Oh, a uh, hey, pick one, <laughs> um, but he did a lot of things in uh, other Russian states, like not that are not. Not, um, I think in the Caucasus, I think is where he was talking about. You know, that area where he's going to all the different stands and he's going to people's homes and he's just talking about how the three cups of tea, where you know, you go in, and let's see, what well, they're hiking through the mountains, and this shepherd's family says, come in, and they give them a cup of tea. And that's kind of a test to see, are you friend or foe? And yeah. then you get invited for the second, you stay for the second cup of tea. That means you've advanced to friendship, and maybe you get a little bite to eat. And then during the course of this, once you get to the third cup of tea, that means they've embraced you like family now. Hmm. And you are clearly friend. And is that, this
1: all within one sitting? Or is yeah. like to come back no, for that? No, that's what I
0: thought. I thought it was like you have to come back three times. No, this, ha- this is in the course of it. It's like your first cup, second cup, third cup of tea. This is like they're gauging, you know, are we friends, foe, or family? Or where, are, where do you, you fit on that? Huh. So that's an interesting, fascinating thing, a tradition. And he they, they doesn't even speak the same language as some of these folks. Yeah. Because they are communicating. I said, what about Google Translate? He's like... You're in the mountains
1: of... (laughs) You're not getting Wi-Fi?
0: (laughs) Eastern Europe or Western Asia. They don't have
1: some kind of satellite dish? He's he's
0: like, no, you, you say, hungry? Uh, cold. Uh, may oh. I go? There? Everyone he says everyone knows toilet. That's okay. Huh? You know, use different gestures That's and things. And it was absolutely fascinating. So anyway, he'll be doing more of these signings. So you look for Ron Ledbetter. Just don't
1: read that in bed because when it falls on your face, that one's going to hurt.
0: It would. It would. I can. I can picture that. So. um And you get that autograph. Why am I bringing that up? Because BoneZones.com is working with Ron. Okay. As we are also working with uh, Sam Venable. This was the
1: ad part. Yeah. (laughs) I was just interested in the book. Oh, good.
0: As we're also working with Sam Venable. And uh, Bill Landry and some other authors okay. to help them with their book signings, and you know we're still going to have, even though Dr. Bass has retired from public speaking, mm-hmm. uh, we're still going to do presentations about his work. Yeah, meaning like I've got my I've got the the cremation lecture uh, ready to go. Uh, just yeah, just yeah, yeah.
1: put me, put you in, Coach. I'm uh,
0: just saying, I'm, I'm, it's, it's it's hot because <laughs> it's about cremation. So uh, <laughs> we'll have more events <laughs> coming up. Bonezones.com. Uh, don't forget the S. Oh, my goodness. I'm sure there's more. But all, Okay, all so I'm going to
1: digress because it was something that <clears throat> yeah. you had asked me about previously. Oh, good. Cause um, cause you, you wanted- why don't you just
0: host the show and I'll sit over here and <laughs> shut up. sit there and right. sip
1: your coffee. Well, you had asked me about, like, whatever happened with the power out of situation because by the time I was here for the last show, we had been out without power since... You know, pretty much the storm had happened. So, we mm-hmm. made it overnight. I got to get dressed in air conditioning. We still determined that. you were
0: going to... We anticipated you were going to be out for 30, 36 hours. 31 hours. 31
1: hours. Um, so, power ended up coming back on around lunchtime. So, we were out for only about 24, maybe a little less. Okay. All right. Um, but I still had full work day and everything. So, um, after work, my husband and my kids went to go work out of the Y so that I could get home. And I figured, what a great opportunity to actually clean out the fridges. Oh. I'd only been up since 3.30 that morning. And I'm like... You know what I should do? I should deep clean my fridges before I put all this food away because
0: it's empty and they've been off. Right? So. I
1: figured I couldn't waste the opportunity. No, so that's
0: smart. I hate to I hate to put you through that work, but that's the right decision. But then
1: I get in that like that cleaning mode, like I'm delirious and sleep deprived, and I'm cleaning mode. So like I'm like me scrubbing the toilet. for Yeah. You so for I'm you like I'm like let me put on a load of laundry, you know, clean the kitchen, you know, so that I have room to do all this stuff, you know, fully scrub out. Both of the fridges, because I have one in my garage and then one in my house, because, you know, small kids, you need it. Of course. Um, So I've I've finally done all of that, Mm -hmm. and I have unloaded the first cooler, a lot of the dairy and the cheeses and that kind of stuff. And then I'm in the middle of unloading the second cooler of six. The power goes out again.
0: No. No, 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 no,
1: no. And I literally (laughs) just stopped, and I was just, like, looked up. And I'm like, you've got to be bleeping kidding me. And the same... That's, th- I
0: think that's an Italian prayer. Okay. <laughs> I think it comes from that <laughs> half of the family. I'm pretty sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, the Saint <same> duck. Um, <laughs> and of course, right after that, I get a text from my husband. Hey, we're on the way home. <sighs> Don't so come. power's out again. I just finished all of this. Turn the ahead. kids and family are coming home and I'm like... So I'm just doing my putting everything back in the coolers that I just unloaded. Yeah. Then I text my husband, I'm like, we're going out to dinner with The power out again. And of course and now I really like I mean I I, I look ripe. I probably smell right. Yeah, I don't care it. at this point. No, so air conditioning,
0: you've been working, you're probably just absolutely yeah. drenched. I mean sweat. well the house
1: was air conditioned at that point, so because oh. it the air had come on around lunchtime. So it'd been on for a few hours by the time I got home to cooled do this. off. The so place. at least yeah, so at least it wasn't, like, super hot in the house. Yeah, However... It
0: wasn't... That it wasn't a heat wave day. We didn't have one of those 95, 70 um, degrees. No,
1: days. that... It was, it was in the 80s, though. Like, it was okay. a warmish day. And, and humid. Yeah. Mm. So, anyway, we, we take the kids. We go to the McDonald's. We're like, all right, because w- at this point, I was going to start getting food ready, and I couldn't. So we ended up going to McDonald's, and I'm like, please let the power come back on. And luckily it did. We actually passed two line trucks yeah. on the way out, and I th- we think they were over to, like like down a side street. So my guess is that they were probably trying to restore power to another area, but they had to shut down the lines again real quick just to do that. So, I mean, they probably weren't out for more than, what, it took us 45 minutes to an hour's top. So, I mean, the power was back on Uh by the time we were home again. you ever try to do the
0: math? Like, I can tell by by the stove clock. If you subtract that time from the actual time, I can tell...
1: Sometimes, but not in that state. I was just so tired and exhausted because look, literally, we got home. I told my husband, I "Was like, I'm gonna help put the food away, and then mm-hmm. I'm done." Because yeah. I had already been doing all this cleaning prior to, So I was like, "We're putting the kids to bed. I'll help unload the like put the food back in the fridge, and then I'm done." I'm like you, you have to clean out the coolers and do all that. I'm like, I can't do it. Um. So anyway, so that was that was the thing. So, but I was just like, when the power went out that second time, I was just like, why? And but I also need to give a shout out to all the linemen who worked because yeah, I mean I'm sure they did not sleep trying to get all the areas restored to power because yeah, well, I know some people were out for much longer than we were. Well, it, some
0: people also at their individual homes were um, if not, if the house didn't get hit by a tree, their actual personal you know wires to mm-hmm, their house. Yeah, I think one of the guys we used to work with, um, Ben McWhorter. His house was oh. he was without power for uh, quite some time. Oh, days. I realize. And he was so he was he still said he was fortunate. He posted pictures saying that the trees missed damaging the house. But
1: Yeah, but it got the lines. But when
0: you look at the before picture and the after picture, like what happened to that tree? It's gone. You know
1: what also makes me sad is because I it, homes look so pretty with like these nice big full trees. But it's also reasons why things like Bradford pear trees should not be planted in East I'm Tennessee dead. because they will only Take them down. Yeah, well, so we had previously lost the two that were in our yard, so luckily we didn't have to deal with that. Um, But one of the ones that came down did actually knock out our power. You remember the storm? It was November of 28, 2017 ish. It tore off part of the scoreboard in Nealon Stadium. And I actually happened to be at the game. We literally hunkered down inside the storage. Area for the Petros because we were literally the last row at oh, uh, the very top of Neyland Stadium. That's where we were during that storm. So when we got home, Primo seats. Our, you know, um, we. Anyways, uh, but yeah, those, those are
0: in a different zip code. I think technically from Problem. the field. I'm not Problem. just. I'm do not they sure. do zip codes? The higher yeah. up
1: you go. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, so I remember we came back because my uh, my sister-in-law and her husband had been in town for the game. Yeah. And we came home and the lines to our... It hit that corner of Mm. our house where the power lines were going in. So because not only did we have to fix the roof, we had to fix... Whatever that electrical thing was, yep, yep, it, was yep. it was a whole thing. So um, they left early. They had dro- driven from Texas. They they left early because the, we had yeah, been no, without, power, without for, power for days. And the but Bradford Pears
0: were planted as an ornamental tree, but they...
1: <gasps> they get so big, and then and they just mess stuff up.
0: They're structurally poor because uh, the way they divide too low. So you get these big you know, bushy-looking trees, but the problem is all those limbs split. Well,
1: but also the they wood is, is so yeah, airy a- that it's just, it's like cork, so it just right. it just
0: They can't—they get to the point where they can't support their own weight. Exactly. So even if there's no storm, they're going to fall apart at some point. So yeah. get rid of them. You know who will eat get them? Get rid of them? Huh? Oh, wait, they got rid of the elephants. Never mind.
1: Aww. Oh, used to well, not able... get rid of them. They, they moved them to a different home.
0: But you used to be able to call the zoo and say, I'm cutting down the Bradford pear... Uh, what day should I cut it down so I can bring it over and you can feed it to the elephants?
1: Mm. And
0: they would say, okay, uh, wait till next Thursday, and then we need you, you'll be that day.
1: All right. Well, that's it. We need to start petitioning Knoxville to get elephants back.
0: Elephants to <laughs> eat. What? How about we just get elephants to come through the neighborhoods, like the goats that eat the kudzu?
1: Yeah, but then can you imagine the street sweepers that would have to come behind them to clean up?
0: So many things. So many logistics. Thank you for your help. (laughs) (laughs) Well, You know,
1: I did do event planning for a while. But I
0: I have noticed, I think we talked about this, that when you see a lot of these trees that did come down in the storm, it is kind of surprising when you realize, oh, that tree was was sick on the inside.
1: Oh, yeah. You know,
0: a lot of those big, beautiful maple trees or like the Bradford Pears or maybe even Yeah, there was
1: something going on. The oaks,
0: yeah. They probably had to come down. And my wife um, had that. Fear, you know, we had ours cut down, our big maples cut down, because uh, my wife's like, I don't want that to fall out of my house. <laughs> We're going to cut it down now I mean, before but I understand. it gets sick, all the way sick.
1: You know, yeah, yeah. so when we, we replaced our, our bread for pears. We put a crepe myrtle in the front yard. Those are pretty. And we we spent the money to purchase a more mature tree so that it's already full bloom and everything. Oh, wow. um, and then I forget the kind that we put in the backyard, but it was somebody that at the nursery they told us, uh, it was, like, six foot tall when we bought it five years ago, and that thing is already, like, 20 feet tall. Okay. But it's something that's supposed to um, have a really good root system, so the roots go down, and it's supposed to be really strong. Is it a shade started. tree,
0: like a tulip poplar or an oak or a... I wonder, I, why why I, am I Mr. Gardening all of a sudden? Who cares? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can talk, Well, my husband is the gardener in our house, so you can ask him what kind of tree it is. But, yes, it does provide lovely shade now. So...
0: How have I turned into a gardening guy? I hated all of that when I was a kid. And up until just a few years ago. And now it's my, that's the only, that's my exercise. That's just your hobby? No, it's it's the why for me. It's the gym. I go out there and that's my exercise. You know,
1: but it's nice to be out in nature and do all that stuff isn't it it I, is i I, re- I have i have a black thumb so i um, it's not just not just broken and it's black
0: i read a headline which i didn't click on but I, this is how this is how i do go nowadays i read headlines i'm like oh that's interesting people who stay outdoors um up i think it's three hours a week minimum um live longer oh. now i don't know if that's true when the we're having a heat wave and it's you know 97 degrees at least, but
1: at least we're not in texas
0: is it worse So So my 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 mom was just
1: in from Texas. Everything's bigger in Texas. Oh, that's what it is. Shut your mouth. That's what. Um, (laughs) No, but it was literally like 110, and she was here, and it was cool, like in the 60s overnight. She's like, "Oh my gosh!" I'm like, "See, mom, you should just move here."
0: My friend Bean will love the weather talk. He hates the fig talk, but he loves the weather talk.
1: Yeah. Well, it's delightful at night here.
0: (laughs) Yes. Oh, it is. But, um, so I'm I'm out there as a gardening guy. Yeah. You know, it's my my exercise.
1: You're trying to live longer. You're getting exercise. It's just checking all the boxes. But
0: also, I found these little ways to get excited about it. Like, for example, um, what do you do with your peach pits?
1: I throw them in the trash. Aha. Do you plant them?
0: No, I spit them. I go out on the front porch or I either open the kitchen window and throw it out the kitchen window. Or I'll go outside. But, and, or i open the stand on the front porch and I would spit them somewhere.
1: So if you're driving by, Frank's not actually spitting at you. <laughs>
0: no. He's I'm just
1: spitting out his peach pits. Spitting out
0: peach pits. So I'm Why? trying to land them somewhere. And this was, I, I did this for a couple of years. And it, it, I didn't, then I didn't really know what I was doing. But this year, this year, I have, in the course of pulling weeds, uh-huh. noticed one, two, three, four baby peach trees that were growing up, seedlings, growing up among the daylilies. That's why I went out to get this daylily today to check on the, see if there's any more peach plants. Um, Or they'll come up between the uh, liriope grass, the monkey grass. So you're trying to grow
1: an orchard in your front? My
0: wife is stressing. My wife says to me, wait a minute, you need to slow down on the peach trees because... (laughs) She bought me a peach tree for my birthday a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and so far we've gotten a grand total of four peaches, two of which were edible. You know, one got stolen by animals, one was underripe, so two edible peaches have gotten off of this thing. Well, the one from two years ago, I planted that pit, and I and it, I knew where I planted it, and it grew to the point where I picked it, I dug it up, transplanted it. Now I've got uh, a second look. Tree looking thing, it's a baby, but I've got two in the hill. You're
1: eventually gonna like buy the houses next to you, like bulldoze them down, create your own little orchard oh, here in the middle.
0: <laughs> well, Shanna, two doors down, I used to work for the Tennessee Valley Fair. Oh, okay. yeah, she has an apple tree and a peach tree and a nice garden. Oh. We should go visit her. Oh. Well, anyhow, that, so now uh, and then I've found these other little seedlings, and I'm, I told my wife that I found another one, and she starts doing the math. She says, how many does that make? Because <laughs> including the the big ones, that's one, two, and now uh, three seedlings, maybe may four. So I think we yeah, technically technically have five peach trees going. Well, there cooking.
1: you go, Bean. He's going to be talking about peaches instead of figs forever.
0: <laughs> but they're not. But they're not all going to make it. I mean, they can't. Oh. They can't all make it. That's, they that's they the,
1: can't.
0: It's the circle of life. You can't all. They can't all survive.
1: I don't know how invasive are they. Are they like the kudzu?
0: Oh. That's a good question. Well, see, they, are, um, they struggle in this area in the spring. They tend to bloom too early, and then the next first... Oh,
1: the first cold snap we get, like in April, kills them. Yeah,
0: because you don't get a lot of fruit. So you've got to do something. To, I don't know. It's, it's complicated. Peach trees are a lot more complicated than figs, which are self-pollinating. They kind of grow like weeds.
1: Gotcha. So, you know. if you really want to cultivate peaches, you're going to actually have to do some work.
0: Right. But it is high on my list of uh, favorite fruits that start with pea.
1: Well, sorry, random side note because you were talking about fruits and yeah. like field trips and all that, and it reminded me of when we went to um, Andy's in Sevierville. Before Andy's frozen and custard. So, which they're supposed to be opening. Oh, when uh, we
0: and went, you mean we both, you yeah. and I went? Yeah, we went. We I went. was it, there. It was
1: fun. Um, The one in uh, Knoxville
0: that was going to open August 30th, but now they're saying September 27th. uh, So,
1: might have to take a field trip back out to Sevierville because they're promoting a cannoli-flavored concrete.
0: Yes. It's another uh, race car one. Yeah. The other race car driver, we were there on the day that they had the banana and cookie dough guy.
1: um, (laughs) We don't know his name, but we know his flavor.
0: He was the number three car. He'd he would inherited, bought it from, or they got it from Dale Earnhardt. I don't know, he's driving sure. the old number three. And yeah. uh, it's the Andy's frozen custard car. So that driver got to make a flavor based on some pun from his name. And it was uh, banana, cookie dough, and peanut butter. Yeah. Now, other race car driver, the other Andy's car, which is a different number.
1: Whose name I also don't know, but Cannoli. They had me at Cannoli.
0: I think his name may be similar to Cannoli. I don't know. Well, so you gotta go. It's a limited time I didn't time. get
1: past cannoli and was reading what's in it, and I was like, what yes. I'm saying I is, literally told my osmophoria in we bed, by the way, we have to go back to Several Old Andy's because I have to have this treat in my life.
0: What I'm saying is, it's a limited time offer. You've Exactly. Go.
1: So that's why I don't, I, you know, I can't wait to actually need, Well, we've got season passes to Soakie Mountain Waterpark. Cannoli so we'll make Thunder it there. Concrete mm.
0: inspired by Andy's partnership with Alfredo.
1: With Alf- Alfredo.
0: Alfredo, what? <laughs> <laughs> So that's it. You just got to go, Yeah. you know.
1: Which is fine. So we'll go to the water park and we'll top it off with ice cream. okay. It's like, it wouldn't be the first time that we had ice cream for dinner as a family.
0: Oh, that's like, you know what? Happened? We went
1: to the hot air balloon, the Smoky Mountain hot air balloon this past weekend, and which was super fun, mm-hmm. but it was really hot and it was bring your own shade. Thank goodness oh. we had brought uh, an umbrella or two with us. Um, but it was so hot, it was getting close to dinner time. And, like, nobody wanted food. So we're like, let's get ice cream. That's genius. So we literally ate ice cream for dinner to cool us down. Where'd lately. you go? Um, it was just a it was a truck food truck.
0: Oh, because there's a new ice cream place over there on the yeah. quiet. No, this was at the Smoky Mountain Air
1: Hot Air Balloon Show.
0: That's that's on the so, peaceful side of the Smokies in Townsend. Yes. And there's a new ice cream shop.
1: Oh yeah. So um, we pulled into that area because my kid had to go to the bathroom on the way home. Like literally three minutes in the car. Any parent with small kid understands that. Do you yeah. have to go? Do you have to go? No. And then. Immediately, I have to go. Oh, uh, yeah. Anyway, so it's fun. but yeah, we said it's all developed right there. Yeah. I hadn't, we hadn't been out in Townsend in a couple of years. So. Oh,
0: this—that's where um, there there's a the, the highly rated glamping joint, uh, Little Arrow Resort. There's a little brewery there. over
1: there now. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, yeah. It's really—I mean, but I've always also, loved Townsend, but it's just—it's grown a bit. But and they're trying to keep it
0: me. keep it medium, not get you know Pigeon Forge.
1: No, yeah, you don't want it. Yeah, let Pigeon Forge be Pigeon Forge. <laughs>
0: <laughs> did I send you that video of a uh, wealthy woman goes to Gallenberg? oh
1: my gosh you did this is
0: a comedian named uh, Leah Rudick and she puts on this fake character called Wealthy Woman and she goes yes. she does these bits about going to Waffle House or Cheesecake Factory or you know
1: going to places that we love and just crack you know what barrel. what a rich person would think about them
0: right. yeah she describes uh uh, Cracker Barrel as like a, a restaurant for hillbillies with a gift, you know, with a gift shop or something like that attached.
1: I forget what it was.
0: Or, yeah, so all of these ones and then different um, locations too, including uh, Gatlinburg and a few other choice vacation spots.
1: Yeah. I mean, so, it's funny because there's a little bit of truth in it.
0: Well, that's my comedy. Comedy has to have some truth <laughs> in it. Truth and comedy, comedy and truth. And the, uh, when you said Balloon Festival, I lit up because there's another. Balloon Festival coming up over Labor Day weekend. Oh. This one's in Von Or. It's in Monroe County. and Is um, that
1: east from us? That's a really good question. And I only say this because... I think it's
0: south, I think it's south of us.
1: My cousins moved um, to South Carolina, and we're going to visit them Labor Day weekend. And yeah. um, they said that there's a hot air balloon festival... About an hour from them.
0: Imagine if it's the same one.
1: Well, that's why I was wondering. I'm like, how how many balloon how many
0: balloon festivals are there?
1: Yeah, I mean, it just let's
0: see. It's 27 miles from where we sit.
1: Okay, so there's no way. So it's a different one because Um, there's they're in close to Greenville.
0: Yeah, so this is down by like the Lost Sea or south of here.
1: Oh, Okay. So we'll
0: take probably take uh, well, I guess take 411. It looks like. So that's I think somewhere in Van Or I believe. Definitely check it out. It was
1: really cool. I've never seen a hot air balloon in person. The only thing that made me a little sad is my kids were too young to go on. Actually, they were giving rides. You have to they're, pay. They're tethered. Yeah, but, but you pay
0: like $10 or something. It was like, like 25 that? It was. Oh. It
1: wasn't cheap, but I was like, that's a really cool experience. I'd pay for that. But my kids have to be a bit older. Yeah. However, there was one hot air balloon that was kind of over in the general public area that you could get to, and they let you approach the basket and everything. And so they have these. They don't actually have, like, a, an opening to the baskets anymore, probably for safety reasons. But they have kind of like a like well, a step. Like, think of it like a stirrup built into the basket. And I know.
0: do you say they don't have openings in the basket anymore, is that because you've been in a hot air balloon? Or because we've all seen the cartoons and The Wizard of Oz where it it's has... It's the,
1: car, <laughs> the car, I Look, whether they used to have them or not, I don't know. It's just in my brain they used to have an opening. A door. They, a door, P- and they don't.
0: Peter Potamus would sail the world. <laughs>
1: Okay. The, the hot air balloons don't have doors. They've got little like stirrup, like you can step right. up and over it yeah. to get over it. And so, but the um, I didn't get it his name, but uh, it was it was the Remax hot air balloon, and he let my kids come up and each stand on nice. that little footstep and look in and ask and questions the, the
0: flame going a- and or? he pulled
1: the flame and i've got a really cute video of that my kids freaking out but then be like again again and like babies he will literally take off if he keeps doing this he can't but he did it one more time just to make them happy and they just my kids reactions were priceless so it was just he was really great to interact with them even though they couldn't go on their rides so we didn't do that part right, of it, right but yeah
0: well it but now really they'll cool. want to go back and uh, yeah. a little older and they'll have a fun the, right?
1: i know it was a good day because my kids said it was their favorite day so,
0: well, on that note, we'll yeah. we'll wrap because it was you've, we got your power back on. We got your kids had their favorite day. We figured <laughs> out that the cannoli flavored ice cream concrete uh, custard—that's yeah. right—is uh, is in honor of uh, NASCAR Xfinity driver Anthony Alfredo, who okay. is driving the number seventy-eight Andy's Frozen Custard car.
1: There we go.
0: But we also have to figure out when uh, Jerry's sister and husband are here. We have to make sure we get them to Andy's. Mm. So we've got dinner reservations in a fancy restaurant in Knoxville one night. Another yeah. night, we'll go over somewhere and get dessert at Andy's, and then the third day, we'll go probably to this balloon festival.
1: That will be nice. Sounds like you're yeah. going to have a busy weekend. Too much. <laughs> <laughs> all, my, all my weekends are busy, but honestly, it's, it's better with kids if the weekends are busy. Yeah.
0: So. All right. Well, I appreciate you being here. Thank and you. if you do like audio entertainment, you should get your own podcast, Becca.
1: <laughs> I'll just keep coming to yours.
0: That's even better for me. Works out for me. Uh, you can find podcasts of all sorts on the um, Audible app. And if you go to com slash show, you can get a free 30-day premium membership, which includes the monthly MP3 download credit. Every month you get a credit for a mm-hmm. download. You can bank them and uh, use two or three at a time, or you can use, you know, one at a time. Each certain... Um, Audiobooks have different values in terms of how much they cost or how long they are. Um, yeah. And you can keep that forever in your collection or, obviously, as an Audible member, you can just stream them and use them in that regard, yeah. like you do with podcasts, the new-
1: Save the credits for when you're going on a road trip and you need to actually download them. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah.
0: So you know, you, you know the drill. Oh yeah, I've got it. New books coming out every week, you'll yeah. never run out of things to hear. Um, in fact, I was talking to a friend of mine, uh, Jeff, Hall of Fame radio DJ Jeff Detrow, yeah, who needs to come back here and do a show. Um, he was listen- just finished listening to an audiobook and he was so excited because he wanted to call me and tell me about it because I got mentioned in the last chapters. Like finally, I listened to the whole thing waiting for them to say your name. <laughs> I'm like, well,
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's the tease. They make him listen to the whole thing just to hear your name, Frank.
0: I know it was exciting. It was a book about radio uh, from by. Uh, Mark Thompson of Mark and Brian, who's also mm-hmm. a Hall of Fame radio DJ, as is Bean. So now I've mentioned that. Total side
1: now, note, do you know who Artie Woo-Woo Ginsburg is from Boston?
0: Is he, he's in the, no, uh, uh, tell me more.
1: Um, he was famous for...
0: Saying Woo-Woo? Don't say woo woo
1: I'll bring you the book. Okay. So he's a very famous local Boston DJ, and so my cousins who moved to South Carolina there yeah. were connected. Oh, so, that's fantastic.
0: Well, anyway, that's so, anyway, maybe he's got an audiobook of Artie woo woo Ginsburg. You can listen to that, too. <laughs> uh, go to audibletrial.com slash show And do check out our uh, lovely merchandise, including, uh, I forgot to mention, the beach towel. You um, know, at the end of oh, summer.
1: The, is it going to be clear because it's, it's the end of summer?
0: Um, I, sometimes we run a sale. We ran a they sale. They just ran one. At the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, last time you so. were. Two times ago. Yeah, so we we'll you see. can get
1: the hoodie for fall. Yes. super cozy.
0: Got the t-shirts. Got the beach towel, which I'm thinking... Uh, I had this idea that I need to talk to you about where we can go to an event and um, maybe hang out. I thought I could bring the beach towel and pretend it's a banner. Oh. And, and we tack it up above the stage and do, would, and do our shtick.
1: That would make sense. That's
0: what I was thinking. Or I could bring the you know, the, the canvas print. That's, that's off-air business. We'll get to that momentarily. <laughs> I, I don't know if you can tell, but I've woken up. It's taken 40 minutes, but I'm now awake. <laughs> it is the Frank and Friend show. I'm Frank Murphy. I'm
1: Becca James. And
0: we'll talk to you again next time.